turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You'll excuse the fact that I'm out of breath, but about 10 or 15 minutes ago, a tragic thing from all indications at this point has happened in the city of Dallas. Let me quote to you this, and I'll, you'll excuse me if I am out of breath. A bulletin, this is from the United Press from Dallas. President Kennedy and Governor John Colony have been cut down by assassin's bullets in downtown Dallas. They were riding in an open automobile when the shots were fired. The president, his limp body carried in the arms of his wife, Jacqueline, has rushed to Parkland Hospital. And good morning, everyone. 710 KNUS, I'm Peter Boyles. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It was 60 years ago on the 22nd of November, 1963, and it never goes away, where John F. Kennedy was assassinated, murdered, hit. The weather for us, by the way, 63 will be the high here on a Saturday. Tomorrow's Sunday. Got maybe some rain coming in, 57, 47 on Monday. Pretty much the same thing, rain. And then Tuesday, uh, it goes back to a little bit of sun. I am going to uh, be able to do the imaginary Thanksgiving Day parade this Wednesday. It'll be, a, it'll be a shortened version, two hours of the parade. And George will step aside kindly and we'll do the parade. Then I'm back Friday and Saturday. Perhaps in 303-696-1971, lines are already wide open. I think in my lifetime, we've had these moments, but I'm a young man, I'm a kid working in a steel mill, Edgewater Steel, and this happens. And in essence, and I've just been drawn to it for so many years, and I, I maybe I can't really explain why I'm drawn to it other than, I was thinking about it last night, putting the worksheet together, it changes everything. Nothing is going to be the same after that day. And the official explanation, uh, uh, a week after John F. Kennedy's murdered, Lyndon Johnson sets up this commission to investigate the case. And um, the the Warren Commission report was published in September 64, and it said that shots were fired from the sixth floor window, and they were fired by Lee Harvey Oswald, and there was no evidence of either Lee Harvey Oswald or Jack Ruby knew each other, and it goes on from there, where... In 68, the, um, the panel of four doctors, and then we have new doctors' reports now, have supported the medical conclusions of the commission. 75, the uh, Warren Commission, excuse me, the Rockefeller Commission at this time, finds no credible evidence of any CIA involvement. And in 79, the House Select Committee on Assassinations largely supports the commission, but this is the high probability of a second gunman. 92, a law was passed by Congress, and now 88% of the records are open, but the other theories are there, and substantial evidence that the Warren Commission was nothing more than, than junk. And there have been so many people, and so many, actually a lot of new books, and I've kind of weighed through them. The one interesting book, and uh, we have two great historians coming on in the next hour, but uh, Bancroft and all these different houses are now publishing new books. And let me go to my stack. There's a, a new book that's getting attention entitled Oswald Talked. 
And uh, it's the guy who was in the jail cell next to Oswald during the hold. And he apparently sp- or let- said he spoke to Oswald, and Oswald spoke to him. And they talk about gun running. They talked about what they were involved in, or what not that he was involved in, but um, their name is Ray and uh, Mary LaFontaine. And they talk about Jack Kennedy. They, they unearthed this evidence from the recently released archives of the city of Dallas, that, uh, including Dallas Police Department. And the most significant of these records they uncovered concerned John Elrod. And here, again, these are names that uh, we, ne- we had, at least I'd never heard before. And he's a guy who's got a long criminal record. He occupied the cell uh, right next to Lee Harvey Oswald in the, in the Dallas Police Headquarters. And Elwood reportedly stated that prior to the assassination, at a meeting in which Jack Ruby, here it is, uh, Oswald's murderer, had discussed a gun running operation involving the new invasion of Cuba. Remember the mobs on the out, CIA's out, Castro's taken over, and that Ruby's mo- motivation for shooting Oswald in the basement of the police station. Uh, was is that was they say to silence him before he could mention gun running, and from the new Elroyd story, the LaFontaines conducted further research. And first of all, I mean the things that come up about the how long the CIA and this is the other evidence too. The CIA remember when I mean if you're old enough to remember, um, sort of this guy comes out of nowhere, Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, and kills the president. And we didn't know who he was. We didn't know anything about him. Uh, he's kind of like this lone crazy. Well, apparently, it's much more than that. The CIA, and there's a, and if you if you geek out on this, as tragically I do, there's a an amazing CIA operator by the name James e, uh, Jesus Angleton, and. They had a they had a four year watch on this guy, and when they go down to Mexico, and it's one of the new theories. Remember, Oswald goes to Mexico, and that wasn't ever mentioned in the com- in the commission. And now they said, was he going? Did he go to Mexico to get the green light? And it's so much tangled up in what happens next. But now comes uh, Paul Landis. We're going to talk about this, who was uh, one of two Secret Service agents who were. Uh, their job was guarding uh, Jackie Kennedy. And I was telling my kids last night, remember, Jackie Kennedy was like the Princess Di of our time. And that's really true. I was trying to, you know, where where, where does she fit in? She was Princess Diana. And she was 34 years old when, when her husband was murdered, 22nd November 63. And the new book is entitled Final Witness, which is going to be, it's, it was published last month. I read excerpts. I've not read the book. And Landis claims to have seen something that afternoon that he never publicly admitted before. His, and his secret's now coming, coming out, and that's the so-called, the, the, you know, the magic bullet. And he, his account also raises questions on whether there have been a second gunman in Dallas that day. And after all of this, Landis is now 88 years old, made the decision uh, to lay out his recollections for publication. Now, I've just, you know, like I said, I've just started to read some of this stuff. And uh, Landis was a Secret Service agent, and he was he was there. He was his 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 job was was uh, Mrs. Kennedy, Jackie Kennedy, and he said that he had found that bullet. Landis was the agent who helped 
Jackie Kennedy the hospital and everything that goes with that. But then this new book, he largely is, he's been silent for sixty years, and they found the bullet in Kennedy Kennedy's limo, and nobody. And now they're talking to some historians to say how significant that is. Because after you read the post, this is really get wraps up, wraps up, but you read the post views that people had, and um, it was, John Connolly said, that bullet never hit me, and they that was, remember, the magic bullet, and it was also pristine, and it allegedly gone through the president, gone twice into John Connolly, and so what were the fi- recent findings now, and Remember, the Warren Commission, well, and then we'll get to some calls, and we've got great guests coming up. The Warren Commission said Oswald acted alone. Um, it, it, it did note his travel to the Soviet Union and his unsuccessful application for Soviet citizenship. And then in 62, he comes right back home. It found that Oswald, a self-proclaimed Marxist, if that's true, visited the Cuban and Mexican, or excuse me, and Russian embassies in Mexico, September 63, uh, less than two months before he shoots the president. Um, The newly released documents may shed light on that trip. And the number one question that comes out of it is, what was Oswald doing in Mexico City weeks before the assassination? And somebody has written, did he meet Cuban and Soviet intelligence officials and they gave him the green light? And certainly Fidel Castro had motive to kill Jack Kennedy, but I don't believe that the, anybody from the island was involved. I believe it was Secret Service, under Secret Service, it was organized crime, uh, the CIA, and the anti-Castro Cubans. So, three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Good morning, everyone. Peter Boyles, a couple of great historians coming up, and this is um, what the doctors saw is this new assassination conspiracy theories that are that are now sixty years later. And now they're coming to the surface. And this What the Doctors Saw, which is I haven't seen the advance, but I have read some of the excerpts from it. And um, you can then ask yourself all these questions I wrote down. Uh, was there more than one shooter? Who had, the mo- who had the motive to hide the truth? The truth was clearly hidden in the, in the Warren Commission. But who, who had the motive to hide that truth from you? And will these questions ever, been a- ever be answered? But... Um, my my sense of it is we get closer and closer and closer. And one thing, an automatic question, because it will raise its head again on the on the 9-11 Commission report. We've talked about that in the relationship to uh, what happened with George Bush and the vice president at the time. And they and there was a hink and everything that went on in the commission. And they covered stuff up openly in the commission, as we're led to understand. Lyndon Johnson and Herbert, uh, Herbert Hoover, J. J. Edgar Hoover, the powerful people in this country, back to that, wanted you to just be lulled back to sleep. This one crazy guy that no one knows who he is, buys a rifle, uh, mail-order mail rifle, and a bad rifle at that, has a job in the book depository building, um, shoots and kills the president. There's three shots, and uh, one of them doesn't even – one of them just hits the uh, the street, according to the theory, and the other two, of course, what they do. So what do you think? 303-696-1971.
I've read an awful lot. Uh, the first one, first book I ever read was Mark Lane, Rush to Judgment. And I, I don't know how old I was when I read that. Jump in, jump in the time machine, you know, many, many years go by, and we're working at the old legendary KWBZ, the first real crazy talk, stock, talk station in Denver, Alan and myself, and I think Mike was there. A lot of guys were there. And who do I get to meet? I get to meet Mark Lane, but he had been working for Jim Jones in Jonestown. And he and I we sat together in that little BZ studio, and he just went top to bottom uh, and was taking, the, taking everything apart. So... 63 will be the high, 57 on Sunday, 47. we got some rain coming uh, today and, excuse me, rather, uh, tomorrow and Monday. Lou, what do you want to do? You want to do a spot here? We'll take a break and bring everybody up. You want to take a call? All right, let's take a call. Lou's in charge. We go to Mike. Hey, Mike, you're on the radio show. Good morning. There, good. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I have to get you off the speakerphone. Uh, Yeah, modern-day... Uh, computer analysis indicates acoustic analysis indicates yep. there was one shooter. Yep, came came so from the, came from the motorcycle, if, the mo- the cop motorcycle. Yeah. So, what do we do with that? And also, why was George Herbert Walker Bush mm-hmm. in the area at the time? I think <laughs> I think I think Nixon was at the same time too. Um, was he? I didn't know that. Yeah. That he uh, there. There's so many of these. You know, what do you say? Draw a line to that. Draw a line to this. Um, you know, the anti-Castro Cubans that later turn up as Watergate burglars. They're in. Uh, there was these after the Bay of Pigs. There was one organization called Alpha Sixty Six. There was one called Omega Seven. The CIA launched something called Operation Mongoose, and um, they literally went into prisons and they. They would go to all kinds of different strange places and recruit these guys, and they they trained them in Guatemala. That was going to be that was after Bay of Pigs. They're there, and then these same guys that show up, Felix Rodriguez is one of them, shows up inside the Watergate. Okay, uh, what were they training them for? Um, the questions always go out, and I wrote this on the worksheet about who 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 was going to. Um, Profit, if you would, or who had the motive to cover up? Jay Bono was, I think, believes in Latin. They say, who benefits? Yeah, yeah who benefits? Yeah, well, that's the mob thing where, you know, somebody whacks Louis and uh, the the Godfather sit down and say, who benefits from killing him? That's who did it. Mm-hmm. No, I know, I totally agree with you, but how, how old can I, may I ask how old you are? 62. So my my only memory of of the Kennedy assassination was the funeral when I was uh, walking around and and talking incessantly, and my mother and father and my brother were watching, sitting on the couch watching our glorious 1956 Philco Cherry Wood cabinet black and white TV. Of course, and they said, "Shut up! We want to hear. We want to watch this." My brother said, "Look at look at look at that! That's that's." That's JFK Jr. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's saying his little food, he's waving. I was like, I don't give up. And then, and then, then of course, he dies. And there, yeah. was, my, my kids think I'm nuts. There's this really bizarre theory that, first of all, is that Joe Kennedy 
made a deal with the devil. Yeah, I've heard that. And he double-crossed the devil. And they took... How did he double-cross it, though? I didn't hear that. Well, the devil obviously requires of him something or Mm -hmm. some return for success that... He had amazing success. Uh, well, the family, yeah. No, Joe did. Family shouldn't have said that. Well, he did. Yeah, he, he, profited, he profited off Moonshine. Everything. Prostitution. I mean, I mean just because he's, re, he's, he's linked into organized crime in New York. And mm-hmm. um, so when the time comes, the devil tries to collect. Yeah. And uh, so what does the devil do? He gives... Joe a massive stroke. Yeah, it gives him a massive stroke. He can't talk. Bobby's going after Hoffa, which was the bank for the mob, um, and all these different things. So Joe double-crosses the devil. It's like, you ever read Robert Johnson going down to the crossroads? You ever hear that stuff about blues blues guitar genius Robert Johnson? And that's where it comes from, going down to the crossroads. But um, Robert Johnson is, for people that knew him when he was a young man, said, you know, he could play, but he really wasn't any good, and he leaves. And when he comes back, he can play his eyes out. And that's where he goes down to the crossroads, and who does he meet? He meets the devil. And how does he die? Remember, they, you know, he lived a very short time after that, and some people think he was poisoned or whatever happened to him, uh, but he had double-crossed the devil. <laughs> that's, it's, not a thing, it's not a smart thing to do, but Joe... Now sitting on the porch with a massive stroke, and does he really ever know that his son is dead? And quite possibly, but he couldn't talk, he couldn't say anything, and he couldn't warn them. And remember, he when when they're making deals, the, the mob sends Sinatra, and they send Frank Sinatra to meet Joe Kennedy and make deals, and not not Jack and Bobby, but the old man, the ambassador, and in the great line of Harry Truman. I don't fear the Pope because he was Catholic. He said, I fear the Pop because of the old man, because of the ambassador. But The Pop being, the Pop being who? You know, the Pop. He said, I don't fear the Pope because everyone, everyone's talking about Jack's Catholicism. He said, I don't fear the Pope. I fear the Pop, meaning Joe Kennedy, the ambassador. Oh. Yeah. So, Truman was wise. Truman was wise. I'm, I'm reading this really. I, I This is a brilliant book, and it's called uh, trials in Tokyo, uh, and it's lengthy, 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 and it's all about the uh, the, the after you know Nuremberg has happened, and now the Japanese, and now who's going to go on trial in Japan, and it, it, there's so many interworkings to history that somebody like me just goes, boy, I need to know more, but I never can. I appreciate. Was it, was, go ahead, answer. Was there trials? Yeah, was there trials in Japan? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. I didn't know that. Absolutely. I knew about the Nurembergs. No, that was yeah, the point. I didn't know that. But they, they were very selective, and it wasn't at all like Nuremberg. And, um, but the one was Yoshida, a couple of different guys, and uh, and uh, Tojo. They uh, he had shot himself in a suicide attempt, and they saved him, and they saved his life. Uh, the American doctor yeah. saved, him, and then they killed him. <laughs> it like, did. Did uh, Hitler did Hitler kill himself? Sure, or not? of course he did. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. Shot mm-hmm. shot. They killed the dog first. Dog's name was Blondie, and they put the cyanide in the dog's mouth and crunched it. Dog died, and then they got married and they go off into the bunker in their own bedroom or their own living room, and uh, she takes yeah, poison. Well, no, they 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 
Some people say they escaped to Brazil. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's what your conspiracy theory. Not mine, but the Soviets kept his, all of his, uh, jo- they have his jawbone, and, and finally after the end of the Cold War, uh, the guys visited, I mean, American guys, and they brought uh, the dental records and the DNA. It was Hitler. He's he's dead. He's like, he died. The one that's weird is is Martin Bormann. And I just... Who's that? Well, Martin Bormann was his aide and just another horrible human. But I always believed that they had found Bormann's body um, in in the rubble uh, trying to get away from it. And now I'm not so sure. I think maybe Martin Bormann did get away. Um, was he a double for him? No, he was he, he was a horrible... No, have, he was he have doubles? Did yeah, I mean, like yeah. Well, Stalin had doubles. Winston Churchill had doubles. Putin. Putin. They all had them. They all had doubles. Uh, Saddam, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Saddam had a bunch of doubles. I got to jump. Good call, brother. It starts okay, it off. You, Good morning, everybody. Uh, my friend David Ellis saw the man this week. You heard me telling you about your valuables, from David Ellis Jewelers, to get a fortune in cash and secure an appraisal from David for all the valuables that you have tucked away. Now, holiday gift giving is starting. Thanksgiving kicks it off. See David Ellis. Just in case you don't have a Rolex or rare coins or a silver set, go see David Ellis for all your most meaningful gift-giving occasions. David Ellis Jewelers, just the right item, just the right price for special people that mean the most to you. An antique watch, an emerald pendant, a gold gold necklace, a, a diamond ring. The trusted jeweler's been buying precious metals and antiques here in Colorado for decades. He is my friend. And visit David Ellis Jewelers. See for yourself. He's there as we speak. Uh, if you need money for the holidays coming up, look for the black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. Or look at com. That's the web. Or call my friend David at 303-322-8779. 303-322-8779. And tell him I sent you. Morning, everybody. On a Saturday, 710 KNUS Denver's talk station, 63 the high today. 57 got some rain on Sunday. Monday, it's raining and 47 degrees. Recently, in the last, I don't know, couple of weeks, my daughter and I have begun HBOT Spa's Hyperbaric Oxygen Therapy. Welcome back to the radio show. My daughter, Shannon, and I think Dr. Jeff is with us. Uh, first of all, let's see where Dr. Jeff is. Dr. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Pete. How you doing? You're, you're going through security at the at the airport, and so yeah, I, I'm ma- over in uh, I'm at my Newport Beach office and flying back today. Yes, making a run for it. And here's my daughter yeah. Shannon. We we were Shannon. Good morning. How many times hey, now? Good morning. Have, yeah. How many times have we been uh, through the hyperbarics? So last night was my 17th session, and I think that you're around 15. But um, I've just turned into a healing machine and get so excited to go um, and get into the chamber because every time I get out, not only do I feel different, but I see a difference. And I'm just grateful that we get to um, go and do that. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Jeff, is there is one of the and again, I talked to somebody about this the other night. There doesn't seem to be parameters on how good how much good these hyperbarics can can do we know they you know sports guys use them football players etc but does anyone really know what all good the hyperbaric treatments will do i mean i i've been using it as one of my secret sauce so to speak 
uh, pardon me, uh, for about the last two years uh, on a regular basis and periodically over the last nine years. And I think that the um, anti-inflammatory benefits or the aspect of how it produces better quality of your own producing stem cells and collagen is really an endless benefit there. So if you're dealing with something more acute, obviously it has a duration of treatment that's beneficial, but for the wellness benefit, I don't, I don't think there is a limit. Yeah, I don't Yeah, my daughter's getting her her boosts in a different way than I am and we actually there's guys we we meet people all the time that came from the radio show that are at the spa when we're there and people re- report different parts you talk about reducing inflammation and promoting recovery from various conditions. My daughter has really seen stuff go ahead. For me, it's my lungs because I had a fluid on my lungs after this summer. And it's, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm breathing better. And I don't know. So here's the deal. And what a great gift this would be to give. They're in Cherry Creek. We're, we're there every afternoon at 4. And they're in Cherry Creek, the H-Bot Spa. And my daughter's here as well. They're open at Cherry Creek North, 303-353-9623. And there's operators right now standing by. And again, Cherry Creek North, 303-353-9623. And I don't know, Shannon, do you want to give them the the one-time offer for the holidays? Or, (laughs) Doctor, do you want to do it? Shannon. Go for it, Shannon. Yeah. Sure, sure. So um, thanks to the doctor and the great folks at HBOT, you can take advantage of this and get yourself five one-hour sessions for $100. You have to use them all within a week, but it's worth it. And as someone who hadn't had her health for a long time, your health and wellness is the biggest gift you can give yourself and your loved ones. Um, I just cannot say enough good things about what this has yeah. done for my recovery and sped up my healing and just made me so excited because I just thought I was stuck in a plateau of never getting better. And then we met the doctor and Mel and um, I'm off to the races. So thank you again, doctor. And I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'm super thankful for you. And we have to say thanks to Mel. 303-353. I mean, a hundred bucks, you get five of these, five one hours. 303 303- Three five three nine six two three. Um, the operators there get a gift certificate, give it to somebody, put them in a stock in their stocking stocking so- stuffers, or, or just hand it to them. Say, get well, um, hey, Doctor Jeff from from my daughter and I. Thanks, man. I mean, it's really been a great experience. So absolutely, I'm glad. It, I'm glad you're seeing the benefits. We really are. We aim to have. Three. It's a game changer. Sorry, Dad. It's Don't a total okay. game changer. <laughs> and oh, no. I just can't say it enough. Yeah. And I go fall asleep in it now. 303-353-9623. Operators are there. You take the deal, 100 bucks. you go five times, and then you make up your mind. Doctor, happy Thanksgiving. I, we may or may not see you before then. Shannon, I'll see you in a little bit. Thanks, you okay, guys. Thank All you. Right. All right. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, All right, everybody. 303-696-1971. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, we'll go to Joy. Hey, Joy, thanks. Good morning. You're on the show. Good morning, Peter. I went with you to Germany ah. in 2019, and I uh, was um, one of these lucky people that have lived to be 
uh, long enough to remember all the presidents from uh, uh, was born during mm-hmm. FDR's time you and I. to the present. Yeah, and, and I. I I remember when Kennedy was shot. I was subbing in Columbus, Ohio, and the teacher came in. The principal did, oh. told me what happened. Yeah. They were just missing school, and everybody, they played the start, announced what happened. Everybody, all the kids cried. Everybody stood up and played the Star Spangled Banner. A, a couple of weeks later is when we were watching TV and saw the first live murder. Well, that, that happened. That happened on the first Saturday. First Saturday. Yeah. First whenever Saturday. it was, I just remember uh, my dad was dying of cancer, and it was our last time together. And everybody was watching it when it happened. I oh, listen, yeah. I mean, my 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 brothers and I. Oh, it was a little tiny house. We all slept in one room. And I was working in a mill, and my mother came upstairs and said, you know, wake up. And I was working like 4 to 12, and and she said, Oswald has been shot. And, I mean, it started this, I mean, and they would all just trying to explain it in very simple terms. Oh, well, you know, he just walked down to cop station and shot Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> And you're, right. and you're supposed to go, oh, really? You know? Um, right. And I, I remember it really well. I, mean, I, I was on a furnace, and a, a pipe fitter came up and said, and I thought it was a, a joke. I thought it was one of those joke lines. And he said, did you hear Kennedy has been shot? And I'm thinking, okay, what's the follow-up? And the follow-up was it was real. And But I thought, it was, I thought it was like the beginning of a joke line or something, you know, that people do. Right. And uh, and I remember they turned. There was a little radio in the in the shack, and they everybody gathered around. They and I remember the bars that night, and they oh, just I mean it's just nuts. And you're you're right. I mean I don't know how you how you can even begin to explain that. Um, yeah, we're from the same area, you know. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> the West Virginia, yeah. Ohio oh, area, yeah. right? There. Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. the that's the that's the triangle, man. Everybody talks. I can slip into it so quick. And Me too. I when I talked to my, I talked to my brother this morning, and you can just your voice is just it just changes when you talk to those guys. And you and Jens, Jens is the big one. Jens and and you know, how Jens doing? You know, and that isn't a put on when you answer the phone. Right. And, and, and my brother said, how you doing? And I go, yeah, you know. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. We got the great guests coming up. And again, it has been 60 years ago on the 22nd of November. This never goes away. The government tried successfully at first to uh, cover up. And now the wheels have totally come off. Just talking to Joy, we were led to believe that this strip club owner by the name of Jack Ruby by himself with a gun got into the cop building in Dallas knew exactly when <laughs> they're moving Lee Harvey Oswald and there's been all kinds of saying did Har- did Oswald say something and Mark Lane said writ wrote that when Oswald saw Jack Ruby he, he is alleged to have said, Jack, you son of a bitch. 
that he knew him. And now this other stuff's out, and it's called Oswald Talked, and the new evidence of the Secret Service guys about this about the bullet, and it none of it adds up in why. So, our, our and this, there, here's the man. The law office is a Dan Capos. Danny's the only attorney in Colorado history to win five straight multi-million dollar ju- jury verdicts in motor vehicle crash cases. This is the good guy. Danny and his partners, the largest truck crash jury verdict in Colorado history. Uh, the firm's history of seven and eight figure settlements and verdicts speak for themselves. A firm where good people all walks alive, well, all walks alive further without regard to a, the ability to pay, get that level of representation that the rich and powerful enjoy. Dan's been a friend forever, came to the rescue with our family. Capus Law believes talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. And they'd be happy to share with you any of that. The law firm believes, and Danny believes, who you hire says volumes about you to everybody involved. Suggest, choose the law firm that shares your values. The firm believes its core values have been the foundation of all of its historic success, all the success that Danny's had, faith, integrity, hard work, and dedication. Call the man, 303-770-5551. Or on the internet, capitalist law, C A P L I S. But call him. You got a problem? It's, it's the first step. Ask. 303 770 5551. 303 770 5551. Good morning, everyone. On a Saturday, the 18th of November, 2023, the weather, it's going to be 63 for a high, but tomorrow the bottom falls out. Rain comes in 57 and 47 on Monday, 60 years ago. It's amazing. 22nd November 63, and it never goes away. The assassination or the hit or the murder of John F. Kennedy and what it meant. Let's go back to the phones. We go to Sandy. Sandy, hey, you waited. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Outstanding topic. And um, I was um, on your birthday cruise a little while ago. Oh, cool. um, Yes. So anyway, there were two things that always kind of bothered me the um presidential uh secret service detail when kennedy was going through dealey plaza and that that image of jackie kennedy reaching over the trunk of that lincoln continental pulling clint hill over and when you don't see it in the in the in the the recruiter film where she's pulling him up over and he actually covered her with his body and there was another Secret Service agent that was, was um, I think, just behind Clint Hill. But they both got um, reprimanded because they were told to stand down during that. During yeah, that, I've uh, read that. Clint Hill, <laughs> a- actually, Clint Hill considered suicide. I mean, I've read Clint Hill's. Oh. And he was so um, torn apart. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I was explaining to my kids, I said, Jackie, can't, remember, she was 34 years old when he was murdered. 34. Mm-hmm. And, but she was, she was the Princess Diana. I mean, do you, I mean, that's how I, I hadn't put that together, but. Oh, yeah. She, she, was like, like our, she was like our royalty. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, they were, they were Camelot. They uh, were. Also, I would so appreciate your opinion on why they are not releasing the, the Kennedy yeah. Document. Well, we're going to talk about that with this story. I think there's like 4,000 plus still suppressed. 
And mm. this stuff, this Paul Landis, who was one of the two uh, Secret Service agents that were, and I've read extensively this guy now, the, they were guarding Jackie Kennedy on that terrible day. And that's where this, um, and this new book is out called Final Witness. And he claims to that something that afternoon that had never been publicly admitted before. His secret uh, coming out now will certainly, they say, reorient historians and people like you and I. But also that this, you know, the so-called, you know, the bullet that uh, that and he's 88 years old and he sat on this for all of these years and he found the bullet. And is he the one he was walking through and he found it a, a, about a week later? No, no, no. Like he that? it was it was as we speak on that day. But um, he he had the bullet. And, and and by the way, when you read John Connolly, who was governor of Texas and was shot, Connolly said that bullet never went through me and a bullet's pristine. And now the evidence or listen, there's an, a lot of new work out, which I show you I got to get a life, but. The doctors in Parkland are now they're now talking about they personally believed that there was two shooters and they talked about it. And yet they were never brought before the commission. One guy refused. He got up when when even one would not even testify, just walked away. And we know that LBJ and J. Edgar Hoover and the whole cabal, they set that up for a reason. And they, they wanted to have, and I'm a kid then, but they wanted everybody to calm down. And this guy, we never knew who he was. This kind of Lee Harvey Oswald guy. God, who knows who he is? Now we know that at least for four years they were tracking him because of the new the documents released and the research that are done. For four years, <laughs> they're following yes, this guy. And, yeah. Yes, and also, you know, before Texas, I believe there were, it's known now that there were, Two other planned mm-hmm. yep. assassinations on one, President the, Kennedy. One was at the Orange Bowl when, after the uh, Bay of Pigs failure, and then they held all of these um, men captured. They kept, they were in essence POWs, and Jack Kennedy made a deal, and principally they were giving farm equipment like you know tractors and backhoes and whatever, and that was all going to go to Castro for the release of the prisoners and. As the story goes, uh, there there was a guy on a roof, two guys on a rooftop, uh, n- close right close to, close to the Orange Bowl where Jackie and uh, Jack were making this speech, and that they had they had a rocket, that they had a, a bazooka or like an R- RPG or something, and they were gonna they were gonna kill him, and oh my God. you know, and that was that, and that's why there's these groups like Alpha Sixty Six. And Omega Seven, and the project that the CIA had called Mongoose, and they all got in bed with organized crime and anti-Castro Cubans, and I mean it's a cabal. But sure not, I mean that's my belief. It's 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 my mm-hmm. belief. I I don't think Oswald, and remember how Oswald shot dead in the basement of the Dallas Police Department by Jack Ruby, who owned a strip joint, and we all watched. I, I saw the replay on it moments, but. He, and he was convicted of killing Oswald, and he was sentenced to death. Look how quick that happened. And, he and, was, and there was some big statement made by him while he was oh, yeah. being held. Yeah, no. That he could never, basically he said, I could never talk about this. And he appealed this death sentence, but he died of cancer uh, before the trial took place again. So, um, no, I mean, 
it's like Bush and Cheney trying to tell you about the uh, weapons of mass destruction or Lyndon Johnson trying to sell you on the Gulf of Tonkin. And I think that was mm-hmm. really the beginning, I mean, at least for me. Indeed. You're great. Great well, call. When they, can shoot a, right, when they can shoot a president in the middle of Main Street America, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, in, we're in trouble. Well, and the other part of it, I had a wonderful, my perhaps lead professor was a man by the name of Brooks Van Everen, who was absolutely loved Dr. Van Everen. And uh, he once said, because we were talking about, he said, how many eyewitnesses were in Dealey Plaza at that moment? And I thought, who? and he said, and nobody agrees. And they all saw it happen. I saw this old um, footage. It was on the first time it was aired over the Amer- American mm-hmm. stations was on Geraldo Rivera in 1975. Yep. Yeah. When they said that when they, yeah, when he, he put it out there and then Oliver Stone was, Boy, he was yeah, he, but he was he was wrong. Stone. I mean, I, I'm a kind of a fan of Stones, but that the whole mm-hmm. idea of Jim Garrison and those guys uh, that that doesn't work. But uh, Geraldo, when we were doing the Ramses, let's see how much time I got here. When we were doing a Ramses oh, investigation, right. yeah, we were, and he would spend. We had a RV up there in the Boulder Justice Center, and and he, he you know, we had met before and got along and. He came up there and he told me the story that, uh, and it's been chronicled, so it's true. Um, he wanted to do a um, a show on the sexual relationships between Jack Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, which is obviously we all know the truth. And um, Rune Aldrich was running all of that, and he was either the lover of or a close personal friend of Bobby Kennedy's widow, Ethel. And they spiked okay. the segment, and he he quit. He had walked off the job. And I always, you know, had admiration for that. But he he was going to, and that shows you how much power the Kennedys once had. And yeah. and now they have uh, RFK Jr., who is, he's a wild card. He sure is. Yep. He's throwing yeah. it up for oh. sure. But he also said, look, he said that he heard his dad say the CIA killed my brother. He said it. I mean, that's, mm. a, that's what, now that's what he, you know, and I know, and one more story that always leads me into all this craziness. Uh, there was a time Bill Owens and I did one state, one book, and everybody was going to read one book. And we chose snow, snow, uh, snow and snow in August, uh, Pete Hamill's classic about the little Irish kid and the, and a rabbi and, you know, a bunch of crossover stuff. It's a wonderful read. Long story short, we bring Pete Hamill, and I had met Pete Hamill before, I'm a big fan, and they bring, we have Pete Hamill, we're at the, uh, the Calkins Ballroom, sold out, and we're sitting backstage getting ready, and the witnesses are the governor, Danny Hopkins, who was his press secretary, my heart surgeon's wife, <laughs> um, me, uh, and a couple of uh, secret, uh, not secret service, but uh, state police bodyguards. So we're sitting at this table, and and it just flew him because he dated, um, he he dated Jackie Kennedy after Jack was was murdered. And I said, and Pete, we were we were really, you know, a couple of Irishmen in recovery. But I said, Pete, I said, can I ask you? And he said, Yeah. Now these are the witnesses. And I said, What did Jackie Kennedy believe? It was out of the blue question. What did Jackie Kennedy believe? Who killed her husband? 
without even a blank, he said, she believed in the conspiracy. Jackie Kennedy believed in the conspiracy, and obviously RFK did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the hatred between uh, Edgar Hoover and Bobby Kennedy was immeasurable. Remember, he calls him up and says, your brother's dead, and he hangs up. That's pretty brutal. Yep. That's pretty brutal. Really, yeah, he, he, yeah. You're the best. Bad man. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You, Thank you. you too. Thank you. All right. The temperature is dropping. Snow is finally in the mountains, and the ski season has officially arrived. And I got to go next week and see the man, see, see Larson's ski and sport, and see John Marriott and Paul and everybody. It's finally time for you and get some new gear and get up on the mountain as soon as possible. You owe it to yourself to pay a visit to Larson Ski and Sport, south of I-70 on Kipling. I got my pass. I've just been busy one day after another. Skitters, uh, we were talking, uh, Alan Samuel from Machine Gun Tours, he wants a new board. My son wants bib, bib pants. I mean, whether you rent equipment or want to own it, these are the guys, and they are absolutely committed to making your ski experience the absolute best. Urge you, kids or grandkids, rent. <laughs> Next year, that kid's feet are going to be so big. Larson's is so convenient. And I, I become friends with, uh, G- with John Marriott's son, Jack. Kid's a, kid's a monster, man. He was, like, showing me all this cool stuff. I said, How, you know, a young guy. Of course, he grew up in a ski shop. So what a good, fine young man. They're the big wooden building right next to the Crab Shack, south of I-70 on Kipling. So you're westbound on, on uh, I-70, get off on the Kipling exit, come down the ramp, make a left, go back under the uh, I, underneath I-70, the tunnel, and come out on the other side, look to the right. You see the Crab Shack right next to the Crab Shack, this great big wooden building. Ta-da! That's, that's John Marriott's Larson's. Absolute experts at everything you need for winter sports. Believe me, everything. So tell them I sent you. Larson Ski and Sports, South of I-70 on Kipling. Phone number is 303-423-0654. 303-423-0654 or Larson, L-A-R-S-O-N, LarsonSport.com. All right, Louie, give me the heads up. Where are we? Okay, you want to take it all the way from here? All right, uh, coming up on the other side, I met these women in one of these shows that we did, and it's Lone Star Speaks is the book, The Untold Texas Stories about the JFK assassination. And these are really, really bright women. And uh, Sarah Peterson and Katana Zachary, and it's new insights. And all you know, since the last time I talked to them, all of these other things have come up. But they... Um, they like many of us, look down our nose, so to speak, as the Irish say, at Lyndon Johnson and Edgar Hoover and so many others. So 63 will be the high, 57 Sunday. Uh, real quick, uh, on Wednesday, the imaginary Thanksgiving Day parades uh, re- reappears for two hours. George has been kind enough to step aside. And then I'll work Friday and Saturday next week. So 303-696-1971. Imagine this, 60 years ago. Wow. 22nd November, 63, Dealey Plaza, and it never goes away. Louie and I got the con. Lou, here we go.